Hello. It is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. Tuesday morning. Coming at you a little bit later. We got things to do. We got personal life, SP3. But it's a big day. You know why it's a big day? One, because Andy Davis is hurt again. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But Cher Delaware is going to join us later on. And I don't know what kind of messages she got on match. I've not looked at them. We're going to read them live on air. Bless Cher Delaware for allowing us to sign her up for a dating website. That is later on in the show. I'm not going to give a time. I have no idea when it's going to happen. Until then, SP3, how you doing this morning, buddy? I'm not well, sir. <laughs> um, first of all, you know, personally... My 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 missus. I hope she's feel she feels better throughout the day. She wasn't feeling very well this morning, and that was already combined combining combining with everything that's been going on with my Los Angeles Lakers. We were looking good the past two games without Anthony Davis. We won. We won. that's all that matters. We won those. You two beat games. the Wizards, who have hey. lost about eighteen straight at this point. So golf clap for the Lakers. Hey. A win is a win is a win. Um, true, true. Cannot and, deny that. Cannot and we got that. completely destroyed by the Phoenix Suns last night. So I was just like, oh, this is this is not going to be a happy happy episode for me. I have to talk about Anthony Davis's injury being out with the month. That's not what I asked Santa Claus for for Christmas. That's definitely not. But. It, I guess Santa Claus is like, well, you're gonna be correct. You're gonna be 13 and nine by Christmas Day. It's looking, it's looking like I'm, I'm right on the money with that prediction. A out of all my predictions, Anthony Davis, top five MVP, Russell Westbrook, six man of the year. This seems like my prediction of 13 and 19 by Christmas seems like the most correct prediction of them all. Anthony Davis is hurt. SP3. I mean. Look, he was playing great. I, I praised him, whatever show it was, I, maybe last week, maybe two weeks ago. But he was looking like a, he was looking like your top five MVP candidate. And I actually, I don't remember if I said it on this show. I know I texted Samer about this. Of if Anthony Davis keeps playing like this, are the Lakers the favorite in the West? Because the West is very jumbled right now. There's no one who yeah. really stands out. Like if you have Anthony Davis playing like this, you got LeBron. Rusk brings some energy off the bench. The role players are starting to find their identity. I would, I was going to assume that they were going to make some type of move. It's like they could be the the top team in the West. Like I definitely wouldn't want to face them in the playoffs. Davis is out a month. LeBron's looking better after the injury. Russ is going to be Russ. I don't understand the thinking of we. Davis is hurt. They rested LeBron and Russ last night against the Suns. They basically just like, were, like conceded that game before it started. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're going to lose this game. I get you got to give these guys a little bit of a break, but like, if you're going to rest these guys on a back-to-back -back with Davis already hurt, you need as many wins as possible. You got to figure that out. Russ, rest Russ the first game and rest LeBron the second game, but you got to have one of those guys playing to just give you something because otherwise – you got fucking Patrick Beverly doing the too small thing down 26. What is he doing? SB3? I, I think that's the worst move the Los Angeles Lakers have done in that in the last offseason is getting Patrick Beverly. He just has no get self-awareness 
That's what I think his major thing is. There's no self-awareness. He's a shameless promoter for himself, and he doesn't really care otherwise. It it, it was not a good... I mean, that's that's Patrick Beverly for you. Yeah. Right? Like, that's Patrick Beverly for you. He's... I mean, Schroeder had a good game. Schroeder had 30 last night. Okay, but somebody good. has to score. Like, LeBron's not there. Davis is not there. Russ isn't there. Somebody's got to score. Schroeder is legitimately the, the best scorer... He's the best shooter for us. I said, I said that. What did I say that last week or the week before I said that about shooter, he's been playing very well for us. So I'm not surprised he was our leading scorer, but yeah, we conceded last night's game. I think I thought it was the right move. We were never going to beat the Suns If we, even if we had LeBron and Russ on a back-to-back, we're not going to beat the Suns there. So it, it was smart to sit them down, concede that one, rest them. And then we got another game tomorrow. Like we, this is, this is our, th- we got three games in four days. Yeah. It was a smart move to sit them out today, sit them out yesterday, because we have three games in four days. Who are they playing tomorrow? Uh, let me double check here. Lakers, who we play tomorrow? Uh, we got the Kings tomorrow. Well, that's that's a t- and that's a tough game. <laughs> no, if we got if we got arrested, LeBron James, he gonna. I think the up. Kings. I think gonna... I legitimately think the Kings play tonight. Hold on, I'm I'm looking this up. Um, I'm wrong. They played last night. Uh, I thought they I thought they played tonight. Okay, yeah, they played last night against the Hornets. They lost to the Hornets last night. So there you go. Yeah. They, they the Hornets are terrible. So if the the Hornets can beat them, the Lakers can surely beat them. Yeah. Do you think I, this I think, like I think we could beat them? I and then we I think we got the Hornets, I think, after that. So those are those are winnable games. So that's why I said it was it was the right move to to sit them out to you know, yeah, to do the travel and everything. Correct move last night, sitting them out. And it and and we got in the chat bookerless sons. Yeah, they still got Chris Paul, one of the still one of the best point guards in the league. Oh, and, don't and, don't do Chris Paul, still one of the best point guards in and the league eight, after you I, slander eight. him. Every single week, I, every single I say week on this in the show. playoffs, he's gonna choke. He's gonna choke. Trust me, he's gonna <laughs> choke in the playoffs. But in the regular season, he's still one of the best point guards in the league. And Aiden plays better without Booker than with Booker. I mean, a little bit, but like they still didn't have Booker. Aiden was gonna be a problem. Regardless. Aiden had twenty-one and eleven. We got no bigs to. to, to, to Thomas Bryant. I thought that was the savior after the Wizards game because he. That broken hey. play, he got a dunk off of it. He got 16 points last night. Good for him. I do think Thomas Bryant is the, the addition they want because they like – Davis doesn't like playing the five. I mean, he's hurt, but he doesn't like playing the five. So Thomas Bryant can be DeAndre Jordan, Dwight Howard uh, from, from the past. He's better than he's better than DeAndre Jordan. That Dwight Howard, that version of him was actually good for the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, but Davis can, can that was straight up the just floor. the defensive end of Dwight Howard. That's all he yeah. had left. He didn't have any offense left, but he he was great on defense, especially next to Anthony Davis. Like no one was getting in the paint for us. Anthony Davis out a month. Not not great, especially not the ideal. way he was playing. Not yeah. ideal at all, especially the way he's playing. LeBron's gonna have to carry a heavy load. He's already got a lot of minutes on his body, not even this season, just career. Like we know LeBron's been there, been in the league for a while, but this season he's already got a lot of minutes on his body. He's not the most durable guy at this point in his career either. Russ is Russ. Uh, love Russell Westbrook. I was actually watching MVP highlights from Russell Westbrook from the OKC season. He's great. I love Russell Westbrook. He's fantastic, but he's not that guy anymore. I don't. He, 
He's getting to be taking more shots, SV3. You excited for that? You excited for Westbrook jacking up 20 shots a game? I am. I'm pumped. This is this is what he wanted. This is what he was hoping for. He was like, I'm, I'm playing with old LeBron and, and Anthony Davis. He was like, I just got to buy my time. I'm going to be the number two scorer. He was like, LeBron going to take some games off. I'm going to be the number one scorer on a couple of games, too. I get to start a couple of games. He's going to be, oh, man, going to put up triple dubs. He's going to get some I, triple dubs this season. I cannot wait for... Now I do what I want, Russell Westbrook, to return. I can do what I want. But, yeah, we're, we're majorly – we're not going to do very well. Uh, I mean, we I, I think we're going to be above my prediction of 13 to 19. We got Kings and, and Hornets. I think we can win one of those games. So we'll have the 14th win to be above my prediction. Uh, but other than that, we just have to kind of – Roll with the tide for now. LeBron is is playing well. Uh, otherwise, I'm looking at his numbers right now. He's averaging 27 points per game, uh, eight and a half rebounds, six and a half assists, one steal per game. It's just his his shooting. If his shooting numbers were a little bit better, I think I can be more confident. He's shooting 31 percent from three. Uh, he's shooting pretty well from the field, 48 percent. But got to get that. That, that 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 three point possession. If you're taking seven threes per game, I'm sorry. I'm gonna need better than 31 percent from the field, LeBron James. Either take less threes, learn the Anthony, follow your leader, follow Anthony Davis. Take less threes, get to the basket. Especially now that now the paint is free for our offense. Like we don't have Anthony Davis, which was our primary post scorer and paint scorer. So now it's free for you to show off your Hakeem Olajuwon moves you learned 10 years ago in the offseason and be the big man for us for a couple of games until Anthony Davis comes back. LeBron's going to have to carry a, a heavy load. I don't think they have the shooters for him to, to thrive like they would like. Russ is going to still be taking all of his shots. We, we definitely have to make a move. We definitely have to make yeah. a move now. We, so have do you to get, think, we have to get some shooting. So do you think that like this has got to increase the urgency a little yeah. bit? Right? Like I, They got to do something sooner rather than later because LeBron's still playing at a high level. And you can't afford to waste just another season of this. Anthony Davis, win healthy, playing great this season. The man's never going to stay healthy. Let's just call it like it is. He's never going to stay healthy. Well, nine times out of there. ten, nine times out of ten, if it's a, if it's an injury early on in the season, he comes back and he plays the rest of the year. From from what I remember, most of the time, at least with us, if he if he gets early hurt early, it's better than him getting hurt late. Sure, but he's still going to be injured. Like that's the point of this. He's still going to be injured. He's missing a month. You can't afford to waste this month and then dig yourself into a deeper hole. You don't know how he's going to be when he comes back. You don't know if he's going to reach that level again. Like, we've not seen that level from Anthony Davis since the goofy ring. Like these past two seasons, we've not seen that level from Anthony Davis. 2020 championship finals. That's what you meant by goofy ring. Goofy Just so ring. so everyone is aware what he's saying because he, he may be using terms that are unknown to you. He's talking about when the Los Angeles Lakers won the 2020 uh you know championship, the toughest championship to win because we had home court advantage and we weren't able to be in Los Angeles. The goofy that's one to specify that. That's like the asterisk when you say goofy <laughs> ring. 
you don't know how how he's gonna come back. It might take him at least a week or so to to get back into form. It's not like yeah. the team was winning beforehand. No, as good as he we was playing, we have won ten out of fourteen. We won ten out of fourteen. We were looking good, and then Anthony Davis going to Anthony Davis. I mean, that's what happens. The best meme is when he's like playing 2K and he gets hurt while he's playing 2K. Have you seen this? No, and there's I this video. He's on like Twitch or something and he's playing 2K and like he gets hurt. His his player in the game gets hurt while he's playing as himself. It's fantastic. It's like, this is why I, this, shit. this is why I play with no injuries on, ladies and gentlemen. Now that's cowardly. That's cowardly. I play with no injuries on. That's what that's what I if I play with the Lakers, I'm playing with no injuries on. That's cowardly to turn off injuries completely. Nah, that's how you get you get the you get the statistics. No. That's what it's all about. No, because that that takes that takes some realism out of the game. I turn them down. I fully admit that I turn them down because it starts at like fifty. Like why yeah, fifty. Yeah, that's too much. I turn it down. If to, they want to go overboard, I'm gonna go overboard. You talking about? Well, it, I just I just turn it down. No, I'm gonna yeah. turn it all the way down because they no. wild out. They should have kept it at twenty. If I, if it was at twenty to begin with, I would be like, all right, cool. That's fine. I'll leave it at that. But they want to turn it up to 50? They want to turn it up to 50? Nah, then that's going all the way down to zero. How about that? How about that, 2K? Turn it down to 50. You want to play those games? I could play those games. Just turn it down to 50 or or to 20. That's what I do. I turn it down to 20. Sometimes 25. I definitely turn like career ending down to like 20. But I play long-term stuff. So I like having the realism of like long-term injuries in the game. Or just injuries in general, because then you're forced into like making roster moves and and things like that. So no, you're cowardly for just turning injuries all the way off. Smart. I wish they get turned off in real life. I'd rather no injuries in real life than no injuries in video games. (laughs) That makes no sense. (laughs) Sure it does. We don't need real life people getting injured. Video games, who cares? So why not? Why not in the video game make it? You're trying. You're trying to put it out into the world. That there's no gonna be no injuries. No. Yes. I'm doing video, God's. It's work. a video game. That's I'm doing. I'm doing God's plan. I'm doing God's plan while you're, you're trying. Trick. You're you're trying. You're trying to. I'm trying to be realistic. I'm you're trying to trick. put out God's plan. You're trying to be put out the realistic plan. Yeah, because the game should be a little realistic. Yeah, I like it realistic too. When I play the game, clearly you don't because you turn yeah, off injuries. No. Still enjoy. I still enjoy the game. Look at all the look at all the great content creators out there. They turn off the injuries. I'm good. Do they? Name one. Name one. Six rings of steel. I don't know who that is. Uh, King of the fourth quarter. Cowardly. Isaiah Thomas. Crushables. Crushables. Who? Do you really watch this stuff? I have no idea. Yeah, I know. I know the 2K content creators. A couple of years ago, I was trying to be one. So I, I had to do my study. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to look at these people up. All right, King of the fourth quarter. Did they, I accepted the hardest rebuild in 2K23. Oh, man, he used the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> yes, look at most of these people. Most of these people say the hardest rebuild is a 10-year Los Angeles Lakers rebuild. I actually think the Lakers would be a relatively easy rebuild in that nah. game. Because you, because a lot of the content creators do it off simulation, so a lot of the simulation they don't go in our favor. We always like lose in like the semi. Yeah, but if you're if you're rebuilding, round, if we make the playoffs, 
Okay, if you're rebuilding, though, you just trade LeBron, trade Davis, trade like stock up on draft picks. Yeah, like it's it's easy to rebuild in that game because you can stock up on draft picks. You can get so some good, good. Pick, some good trades. I, I saw one where some person got uh, offered uh, Brandon Ingram and the Lakers, one of the Lakers draft picks back for uh, LeBron James. Yeah, like you can the the trade finder can be a little nuked in that game. You can get yeah. draft picks easily. In yes. that game, I'm I'm it's playing. Easy to uh, get, it's easy to get draft picks over great players in the draft. Yeah, finder. yeah, yeah. I'm playing. Uh, I'm using the 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 LeBron or the Kobe era. I'm playing in the Kobe era. Uh, I just started this one. It's with the Mavs because the Mavs got Steve Nash, my favorite player of all time, non Jordan, non Thunder. Uh, so they got Nash, Dirk, Michael Finley, Nick Van Exel, Lakers legend Nick Van Exel. Um, yes. The, guy, the original original part of the Lake Show, yeah. OG Lake Show, right there. I love Nick Van Exel as a kid. The the little uh, push the floor down celebration that he did that was that was that was my stolen celebration. I, I was a Laker. I was partly a Lakers fan before even Kobe got there because of Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel on the Lakers. Nick Van Exel ruled. So the, so they got him. He's older in the game, obviously, but I lo- love Steve Nash, Dirk, all time great, Michael Finley good good player as well so i'm using that that mavericks team i'm only like two games into it but like i traded like a 75 maybe he's like 73 it's like 73 overall player uh who i was never gonna use for like a top three protected first round pick i'm like yes give me this guy who i'm never gonna use for a top three protected pick it's like from the pistons but like it it'll probably convey or if not i'll just trade that pick for two firsts down the line or something. Like, it's so easy to stock up on draft picks in that game. Yeah, that's a fun era to start in, though, because you, you got that, that LeBron, LeBron, D. Wade, Carmelo, Bosch draft. Yeah, yeah, that that's the that's the big draft that's coming up. See, and I wanted to start with a team that is kind of mid. I, I think the Suns, or not the Suns, uh, the Mavericks, like, actually went to the conference finals that season. Yeah. So, so they're a good team. They they got yeah oh three yeah oh three they lost to uh, the Spurs yeah so like they're a good team but I wanted to start with a team that like isn't worth champions obviously but I couldn't just like feel good about like well I'm just gonna trade all these guys and load up on draft picks so I could get LeBron or or Bosh or Wade or one of these guys like no I want to keep Nash and Dirk like Michael Finley I might I might trade and if I could upgrade or something there like I want to keep at least Nash and Dirk. So I want to be competitive. And so I felt good about this team. Nash is not even in his prime yet. Now, well, Nash is 29. Like technically Nash was like very Nash, late. Nash. Yeah. Nash had a late prime. He, yeah, he Nash, his prime hit. It's like, it's like once he put on the Phoenix Suns Jersey, his prime. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> Nash, Nash had a late prime. Like he was, he was good before the Suns. Uh, but the Suns is, was obviously prime two time, two time MVP. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to go with a team that, I couldn't just tank out with, a, but it wasn't like, oh, this is the overwhelming favorite in the simulation if I decided to sim. Yeah. Because the Lakers are going to be the overwhelming favorite with Shaq and Kobe. But they don't have nothing outside of that. No, they don't. I looked at their <laughs> roster and like everybody else is in like the 70s. Like Shaq, Shaq and Kobe are like both like 97 overall. And then like their next best yeah. player is like 75 overall. <laughs> like, like, honestly, I like when I, when I look at, cause I, I haven't played the game yet, but when I look at that, that rebuilding from that era, from that season, right after our back to back to back, 
it's it's tough. It's tough because you have to kind of trade. You have to kind of combine a lot of those lower level players to get like draft picks or get like kind of a a third option for them. But it, it would be tough for them to win a fourth in a row. Yeah, even though they are the favorites going in. I mean, like they got Shaq and Kobe though. Like, especially Shaq at that time. There's not many centers who are just gonna. Yeah. We're gonna do much. I got it, killed, it, but you you have to also find a way to keep them together. Also, that's another thing that I feel like it's. Be an it, I feel like it's easier in that game because it's not like they're gonna they hate each other in the video game. There's, but I'm. So, no, but as far as building your team and competing with right. everybody else, like having those two and Shaq getting older, it's difficult. I wanted to start in the Jordan era because then you got the Shaq draft. You get like, pro- like Nash at the start of his career. You get Prime Vince, Prime AI, Prime McGrady. So you get like all of those guys. But I didn't know what team to start with because I start with the Lakers and try to get Magic I, to, to and override Magic retiring that offseason, so you could get the first <laughs> overall and have Magic and Shaq have Shaq just straight up get drafted by the Lakers. So I legitimately that's thought what I'm about gonna, that. That's what I plan on doing. <laughs> I legitimately thought about that. Like, what if I just go with the Lakers and just try to land Shaq on on the Lakers? Because I don't know. I mean, I, I started following basketball like closely when like Jordan kind of returned and everything. So it'd be very easy to use the Bulls, but I already have a long-term Bulls sim going. So I don't really want to go back down that well. That'd be, but that would be very easy. Like, I don't know enough about like that era of the league like i don't want to use the jazz because fuck well, their two best players um well like 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 say what you're kind of looking for and i'll i'll think of the team because i've seen a lot of the the those uh jordan era teams or i remember and i also remember a lot of them because that was around the time i like really was getting into like basketball i was like i think i was like four or five years old but that was like one of my favorite things one of my favorite things to watch so i i do think like a rebuild would be kind of fun and like going after Shaq and having like building around like Shaq's career and then going from from there so I yeah I would probably want to go I like rebuilding teams as a Thunder fan yeah you know west or east would you be looking for would you want to put the Shaq on the west or the east probably the east because I just I would want to beat Jordan like I thought about the magic just like all right I'll just play the magic and just I'll rebuild that roster. I just, even thought just, just give Shaq all the minutes and yeah. trade all your other players for draft picks, <laughs> so you can also get Penny the following offseason. See, I I thought about even like taking a a decent team and just like you know being a dick and tearing down that team. Like it was like the the Knicks. The Knicks got like you and yeah. and stuff, just completely tearing down that team. And trading Ewing for draft picks, trading all these guys for like picks and like young players and stuff. Like I even Indiana Pacers is a good team because they don't have Reggie Miller. Yeah, they don't have Reggie like that. So so to get them, they 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 will most likely be in that top area of draft picks and just put Shaq on there. Yeah, I want to commit because like I got my long term Bulls thing. So here's I I know I've mentioned like my long term Bulls thing again, and like I'm kind of over that one because. I did too well with draft picks. So my team is my my team. My starting lineup is Gary Payton, who I drafted. Uh, uh, who's my who's my shooting guard? 
shit. I don't even remember who my shoot. Oh, Jordan. Shit. <laughs> Forget about the best player of all time. Uh, Michael Jordan. For some reason, I thought I had him at small forward. Uh, so it's Gary Payton, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Rodman, and Rick Smith is my starting lineup. Okay. Good smarting. Good starting lineup. Yeah. Fair. Bench. Bench goes crazy. It's Ron Harper, uh, Thunder Dan Marley, um, another oh latrell sprewell who i just drafted he's a rookie latrell sprewell's a rookie detlef shrimp and shack is my bench so wait you got shack coming off the bench yeah yeah because he's a rookie he's a rookie so he rick smith is actually like better rated than shack they play about the same minutes but i bring shack in against these scrub benches and just destroy them still gonna get get rookie of the year and, oh yeah, easily. He's gonna get rookie of the year and six man. Like it's gonna be nuts. Um, but like I've got that lineup. I've already won like four straight titles with this team. I've got yeah, a bunch of I'm bored. I that and that's the thing. I am like I am bored with it. Like I got draft picks down the line and well, everything. You if you have a really good team, you have to set like uh, rebuild goals for yourself. Do you like I'm well, gonna do the the Bill Russell challenge? You got four straight, all you need is four more. And then you you need you need uh add it then after the eight straight you just need three of the three in five years. See, I I just don't think like I don't I don't think there's any end in sight in this team losing because Jordan's gonna be then there try to try to try to beat the the Bill Russell challenge. Do I, nine do nine ten straight. See, I feel like I can, but that's that's like it's just it's just getting boring. Like the games aren't very competitive. I'm winning all the simulation games. Like, well, you don't know how the progression is going to go. You may be well, killing okay. a lot of these players' progression because they're so, on the back team. That that is kind of a thing. But like, I learned from past games of like, yeah, don't like overstack your roster because it will. But at the same time, like, if your tenth best player is like 85 overall, you're doing you're doing pretty well there. Uh, and then you got like three guys in the nineties, like you're doing well, but like Jordan suffered a big injury last season. So he's kind of like leveled out. Um, same with Pippen. So like these guys have leveled out, but like Shaq's going to progress easily. Cause like I'll deal Smith's at some point And then Shaq will be like, I'm just, I'm loading up on draft picks. It is boring. That's why I went with the Suns or not Suns, uh, the Mavericks team, because they're a nice little, like they're a competitive team. That'll make it a little bit difficult on me um but it gets boring if you just have all these draft picks and stuff like it's credits me i'm a great gm the lakers should hire me uh but like it's just wow the eye roll the eye roll there i would make the lakers competitive I yeah, 100% oh, sure make competitive. sure i mean sure sure you would i would trade patrick beverly well that would be one good move i would yeah i don't even care well. what i get give me a box of donuts like that's fine with me Give me some, give me some, give me a new trainer. Give me a new, so Anthony Davis stops getting hurt. I, I'll trade hey, him for just a head don't, trainer. Don't, don't talk bad about Gary Vitti. Gary Vitti has done great things for us. He yeah, was in the, the he was in, oh, we got to also, we got to also review uh, the Shaq documentary. If you haven't watched that already, I, I just finished that. It's a four part series, so it's easy to get through. Four parts, okay. an hour each. Uh, but really great talking about Shaq's career, talking about his his upbringing, his uh, being raised by you know uh, his his stepfather, Sergeant Sergeant Philip Harris, 
uh, his relationship with his father. I think his name was uh, Joe Tony. He was on Ricky Lake show at one point when he was like uh, basically not talking to Shaq. He went on Ricky Lake and said, oh, I'm Shaq's real father. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't remember any of that. I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was great. And, you know, they interviewed Shaq, a lot of his uh, family members. Uh, Shaq, Shaq admitted that he hasn't he hasn't been sleeping well since his sister and Kobe passed away in 2020. Wow. Like, he, yeah, he said, I have trouble sleeping. He was like, I don't sleep anymore since my sister and Kobe passed away. How much do you think Shaq got paid to do that documentary? He got he got a bag. That's on HBO Max, my dude. That's HBO Max. It got the official uh, HBO Sports documentary. <laughs> and it wasn't even with the voice. It was with Shaq saying it. HBO Max documentary. But and then and then they then at the end they just went over it. Like I I think that I've just been numb to it because I've you know I've I kind of like like I said I watched the NBA from like when Shaq came in. Like Shaq was one of like the first players that stood out to me. You know breaking down the rim and stuff. So I didn't really realize how much stuff. Shaq is on. How much stuff Shaq is a is a sponsor for, a representative of, he owns of, Papa John's, Krispy Kremes, uh, ICI. I'm like, yo, when they went through all the commercials and stuff, I'm like, and then his agents are talking about how much money he has been making since he retired from the league. Like, I, I they didn't want to straight up say it, but it's, I was like, it's quite obvious he's making more money now that he oh, was easily. in the nba easily. that is that yeah he's up there like i don't think a lot of people talk about him enough like we hear a lot about you know jordan and all this and all the stuff that he does and stuff we hear about magic johnson and all the businesses and how he was a pioneer for a lot of these other players and nowadays we hear of lebron james and you know on a production company his shows and all his outside ventures while still being one of the top players in the nba i don't think a lot of people talk enough about how Shaq has become a face of American television because he's on so much commercials and represents so much products in America. You pay Shaq enough, he'll he'll promote anything. Just no, no, he honestly he he talked about it. He was like, it's really not about the money. He was like, I honestly, he was like, everything I do, he was like, I do it. And they showed no, they showed footage of him at home, like wearing an icy hot. He was like, My back hurt, I wear icy hot. He was like, I've been eating Krispy Kremes all my life. I was like, I believe that definitely. Yeah, that's 100 uh, percent true. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like Papa John's. He was like, I started, he was like, I was eating a lot of pizza on the road. He was like, Papa John's it was one of my favorites to go to, and then he started owning so. Like, I think, yeah, there's probably a bunch of stuff that they just they will put a, a figure on there. But I do think there is a level of pride and integrity in what Shaq does that he at least has to like it a little bit to even even take the meeting. I think that's how Shaq is. Now, Shaq is working the shit out of you, SV3. He's completely working you. Shaq's been in the wrestling business longer than he's been in, in, in the NBA. He is completely. Completely working you. This man don't give a shit it's about true. these products. It's true. He has been in the wrestling business longer because he they told a story about him and his family. How his uh his stepfather used to tell him and his sisters and his brother, yo, if one of y'all get in a fight, all of y'all get in a fight. So they told a story about how uh the little brother got to a, this girl like hit him, and then his sister came, got into the fight with the little girl. Then the little girl's brothers came. He got in a fight with them, and then Shaq come through. Shaq comes through. He throws the 
sister away. He gets he, he was like the Throw sister started, he threw he like he just threw he like like pulled her off of his of his sister like boom go over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then then he said he grabbed the guy the the brother and he she, and the sister telling the story he was like yeah he used to watch a lot of wrestling so he picks the brother he picks the brother up and he cracks him on the back with a backbreaker just like he saw on TV. <laughs> I was like yes he's been he's been in the business longer than he's been playing basketball. He he's a worker. He's working with this. Oh, love these products. Love the general insurance. Terrible Shaq impression. Oh, Get your insurance from I'm the general. The big, I'm, I'm the big old slaughter. I love my, <laughs> I love my general insurance and uh, Shaq pay Shaq enough. That man will hawk whatever you want him to hawk. Which I look. I'm I'm for. I'm not against this at all. Get the bag, Shaq. You already got a big bag, but get that bag bigger. All right? Get the bag bigger. <sighs> Shea Gilgis Alexander hit a game winner last night at SB3. Did you see it? No. What do you mean, no? You had to watch it. You had to see the highlights. Nope. Didn't care to. Didn't care to. Not my team. Uh, he is on my fantasy basketball team, so I didn't. Then you look should at his care. I didn't look at his stats. I looked at I looked at his stats. That's the only thing that matters to me. Beautiful, beautiful game winner by Shea. A little spin move on the baseline, little jumper, pure wet. Sent Damian Millard home. Wade bye bye to him. Dame became the all time Blazers uh, leading scorer in the game. Took the L. Bless Damian Lillard. Shout out to Damian Lillard, who his little wave bye-bye after that three in the playoffs is the reason we got Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So appreciate you. Appreciate you, Dame. I'm sure Lillard will make a shoe out of uh, this game where he became the all-time leading scorer in a loss. You know, that's what he did after he did the, the wave thing. Oh, congrats. You won a first-round series, Dame. Actually, I like Damian Lillard. I mean, he's sometimes I think he's it can be a little overrated by by the the uh, the rankings and whatnot. But as a person, I really like Damian Lillard, and the fact that he stuck with uh, Portland and everything throughout all these years didn't try to go. He didn't run from the grind like that little bitch Kevin Durant. So I appreciate Damian Lillard. Uh, I'm actually watching it live. I'm watching it right now. Baseline fade away. Boom. Okay, that was good. good that was winner. nice. That was a nice game winner. He yeah. he did he did the nice little Kobe move. That was a nice little Kobe baseline sure. fadeaway. It's the Shay. Nah, that's the Kobe. No, Shay would even tell you that was the Kobe. He he's a fan. He's a fan. He's a fan. Shay like hates Jordan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, Shay yeah. is one of they, he rep, Shay is one of those representatives of this new generation of yeah. NBA players who are not like, you know, from the generation of NBA players that me and Jeremy, you know, grew up on that, you know, idolized Kobe, I mean, uh, Michael Jordan. He's from the era that idolized Kobe Bryant. And now we're just a few years away from a generation that idolized LeBron James. And then we're going to go even further and, and it's going to be ridiculous. I don't know who the next player is going to be as far as the mantle. All I know is that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the league right now. And yes. the Bucks are looking like the best team in the league and looking like the best prediction on our preseason prediction was myself and the good brother, Nick Harrison, who predicted the Bucks to win these. A lot of time. 
a lot of time left um, in the season. Still have the whole playoffs. I didn't realize Joe Ingles was on the Bucks because I guess he was hurt and everything. Yeah. He was hurt at the end of last season. I remember Utah like traded him because he was injured, so they could get a little cap relief and try to like load up for the run last year. I don't even think they made a good trade when they traded Ingles. Um, but I, I didn't know he was on the Bucks. I, I don't think he played well last night, but he's coming off of ACL, so it's not like oh you're expecting him to be great in his first game back. If he can give them like anything that's a good pickup like angles can shoot he's always been a really good shooter I, what's his career percent? Um, like, he has to be like over 36 37 yeah, easily yeah easily over over 30 like he's older again coming <laughs> that's off a the, good that is a good shout by Luis. Uh, millennial uh, dan marley <laughs> <laughs> that's a great shout great shout right there he's he's a career 40 percent three-point shooter so yeah look he's 35 he's older uh coming off an acl i don't expect like a ton from him he only shot 35 percent or 34 percent last year from three so a little down year last year uh but like if he can give them anything if he can shoot 35 36 percent from three he's a smart player high basketball iq so he's he'll make the right pass and everything defensively he's probably going to get torched a little more than he did uh, in his prime seasons, but it's a nice little pickup that they got there. And maybe you can trade him for, for something for an actual guy who can like stay on the court. Uh, if, if it doesn't quite work out because he's a, he's a veteran guy as well. So I like that. That's right. a, it's a nice little move for, for Milwaukee. If he can just give them like anything we went over four last night, but give him some time to work himself into the lineup since we are talking about the eastern conference now i'm gonna give jeremy the floor to talk about how wrong he was about the brooklyn nets i don't think i was that wrong nick nick was burying them nick was like not a playoff (laughs) team nick was the one who was completely burying them i thought they were out of 10 Kyrie Irving, 26 points per game, four and a half rebounds, four and a half assists, 49% from the field. My man Kyrie is playing well. Playing they're well. Playing, they're playing really well. They're staying out of drama outside of yes. Ben Simmons fucking people. Uh, uh, don't get me started on Ben Simmons, man. This man, they're, this they're man used well. to be an all-star, ladies and gentlemen. He's averaging yeah. eight points per game. Triple single. Triple single. Yeah, he's averaging eight point seven rebounds, six yeah. assists. So he's doing doing he's filling up a stat sheet, but damn, he was supposed to be the third option. Mm. I I don't think they expected him to be like this 15 point per game score. I legitimately think they were just like, hey, be Draymond. Like if you're Draymond, this is true. Cool. This is true. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it, got it is a, it is a kind scores. of an an indictment against Steve Nash, how well they've been. Playing. We are not going to slander Steve Nash. It is okay? though. He's not a good coach. It's okay. Some players don't make great coaches. It's okay. We're you not can, slandering you admit, Steve Nash. You can I would like that to see despite being a Steve Nash fan, you're a fan of Steve Nash, the player. Are you a fan of Steve Nash coach? I don't know anyone that's a fan that just became a fan of Steve Nash because of his coaching. So that would make him, he would not be a good, he did not make a good transition from player to coach. I would like to see Steve Nash in a stable environment. Like that's what I would like to see. I would would like to see Steve Nash create a stable environment. 
but we haven't seen that. <laughs> I don't know if he could create a stable environment when everybody's getting traded after you know James Harden wants out, Kyrie's doing Kyrie things. Uh, Kevin Durant is throwing Kyrie is the a, is a human being who makes choices. He makes choices. Is that what he's doing? Is he yes. making he's making wrong choices? He's saying dumb shit. Choices. I didn't say things. I didn't say if they were wrong or right. I just said he making choices. He's saying dumb things. Can't be doing that. Can't be doing. Can't be saying. Oh, I apologize for my language, by the way. Um, can't can't say can't say things like that. Uh, me and Kyrie, right? Me and Kyrie. I I only cursed. I shouldn't curse. Don't curse on this show. SB three. I'll try not to. All right. I barely curse. I think if they counted our curse rate, you would be much higher than me. Probably. Probably. This is where I let all my curses out. You know how it is with, with yeah, kids. Like you gotta watch your language around them. So you, you get on these shows, you just go go crazy. Exactly. With these exactly. Words. And and I also do other shows where they I know they don't want me to curse as much. So if I'm on True Hill Heat or here, I sometimes let them out. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got kids might be watching though. SV3, true, true. So we gotta we gotta watch our language. Which kid? Which kid would one be watching Fightful Overbooked and getting analysis on a lot of wrestling, and then two, then be watching the Nish show on this channel that talks about everything other than wrestling? I'll I'll send you a uh, a photo here in a second. I'll, I'll DM you a photo. Um, <laughs> Anything else from the world of the basketball, the world of the NBA? Do you want to do you, you want to try to rip me for another preseason prediction, like like the Nets or anything like that? I mean, I, I mean, I, I'll rip myself. The Knicks are playing very, very well right now. The Knicks, have, the Knicks are yeah. playing well, surprisingly. Yeah, I, I watched that game. Uh, I forgot who was who was with. I just remember Brunson crossing them up, hitting the hitting the corner three. I was like, I was like, all right, Knicks. Hey, right, y'all looking good. The Knicks are Knicks have won eight of the last ten. They're on a winning streak tonight. Tonight they face uh the Warriors. No, yeah, yeah. Tonight, tonight they Steph face is the out. Warriors. We have not talked about Steph being hurt. Yes, the Warriors, man. This is they won their last game though. They won the last game. You know who's bad? SV three, and I didn't think uh they would be this bad. One, two teams, actually. I kind of thought one of these teams would not be good. And that's the Chicago Bulls. They they aren't good. They, they're not good at all. And then the Toronto Raptors are not playing good either. I'm very surprised yeah. that the Raptors are as bad as they are. Um, I don't know what the Bulls or the Raptors do. They got trade pieces. They got an Anobi. I don't know if they're going to trade him. Uh, they got Siakam. He's a guy that has a lot of value who could trade. The Bulls have guys like Levine, DeRozan, Caruso's a great role player for a championship level team. So these these teams got trade pieces. Do you think either of them decide they're going to blow it up? If I was the Bulls, I would. 
I yeah. mean, like you got you got Lonzo injured. You're not playing well. You just got smacked the the other night ridiculously. And yeah, there I don't think there's no end in sight as far as the the Bulls not being a very good basketball team. They just aren't a very good constructed team. They have a key injury to one of their top players. They're 11 and 18 right now. They've they've lost uh seven of their last 10. If they're playing the the Heat tonight, maybe they can win that one. But yeah, it's time it's time to to blow it up. Get some draft picks. Get some draft capital. Start stocking up. That's what it's that's what it's about time for. Especially with the players that you have. I think Zach Levine has kind of hit his ceiling. He is what he is going to be. He's a he's a good scorer, but. Other than that, I don't know. Like you said, DeRozan would be a person that I think a lot of teams, especially teams on the cuffs of being good or teams that are in playoff contention would call him up. I know the Dallas Mavericks should be the first team that calls them up and tries to give them a package because that I think that would be the best fit for both them as well as DeRozan. But uh, there's going to be a bunch of teams that give them a call. But yeah, I would say the Bulls out of all those teams is the team that kind of has to Start making some moves, start making some calls. Who, where, okay, where do you see an ideal fit for, for Zach? Le- Don't say the Lakers either. Where's an ideal fit for Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan? Don't say the Lakers. Um, ideal fit for Zach Levine. So I doubt that the Bulls would want to go in conference for a lot of their their main players as far as like Levine, DeRozan. If I'm a Zach Levine, yeah, I, I think it would be a toss-up, honestly. Whoever, whoever they can create the best package for, I think the Dallas Mavericks is a perfect fit for either of those teams. I can I could see uh Luca playing very well with a Zach Levine, having another score for him to rely on, another shooter that he could pass out to out of double teams. And DeRozan, he's a guy that can control the ball, and maybe Luca can play without the ball and come off some screens and get some open looks. See, I I I pitched DeRozan to the the Mavericks. Uh, I yeah, don't know if it was this show. Don't know if it's a conversation with my buddy Samer, but I, I'm pretty sure I actually said it. on Yeah, I think show. you said it on here. Yeah, so I really like that. If you go Levine, either one, the concept is still the same. You get that yeah. second score that the Mavericks desperately need with with Luca out. Um, Ryan Smith says Demar in, in Denver. That'd be nice. I don't DeMar know if Denver and, gives up. Yeah. yeah Denver, I, I think they're kind of set on their key players. They would have to give up like Porter Jr. or yeah. someone someone along those lines that I don't think they want to do that, especially with them playing very well this season. I think, in my opinion, you know, you know me, guys. I don't like uh, Nikola Jokic and all his stolen MVPs, but I will admit that the Nuggets have been one of the more co- consistent teams in the West this season, so I don't think that's a good move for them. But Sacramento is is Sacramento maybe is, is that team that's kind of you got to look at those teams that are in the middle and not playing well, not playing consistent. A Portland Trailblazers is the one that for Ooh. Zach for Zach Levine, I think would be a nice little fit where he could play kind of the CJ McCullum role next to Dame Lillard. I think DeRozan is more valuable than Levine. Yes, if you're because Levine. 
it's like almost pure scoring. And I question Levine's just like fit because he just, it seems like he very much just like wants to get his shots up and everything. DeRozan, I think is more like, all right, he's obviously going to have his mid range shots and everything. Better playmaker though. Uh, and just, it seems like he's more willing to sacrifice than I feel Levine would be willing to sacrifice. I'm looking at these teams. Miami's always in the mix to make some type of like splashy move. But they never do. That's why I didn't even. I though they were one of the first teams that had thought of when you asked that question of a DeRozan and Levine. And I feel like Miami is another place where either one of those guys, more Levine than DeRozan, would be a nice little fit there because he can play the two guard spot next to next to Jimmy playing the three. Whereas I feel like DeRozan is basically like like he plays kind of the same game as Jimmy Butler. I don't think that would be a good fit, but you get Levine in there kind of to spread the floor. I think that would be a better fit for Miami if they wanted to get in the mix, but they never do. They never get, they never make any of those move when any of those teams are brought up and they're in the conversation. So I'm looking at contract situation because I have, I have a trade to throw at you, but it's going to be largely dependent on when guys are out of their contracts and stuff. So Levine, he's not a free agent until 2027. So he's got a lot of time left on his contract. Um, And then the other guy I was looking at is D'Angelo Russell. So it would be Levine for Russell is the framework. I don't, again, you probably got to throw in some other guys, throw in some picks, whatever it might be. But this would largely just be contract stuff of, all right. Well, okay. So he's a free agent. Russell is after this season. So look, D'Angelo Russell does not make you better if you're the Chicago Bulls. But what it does do if you're the Chicago Bulls is it gets you off of this Zach Levine contract, who isn't a free agent until 2027. You you have D'Angelo Russell. Maybe you get a. I don't know if the Timberwolves even have any first round picks left at this point after the Go Bear trade. Um, but maybe you can get a, a young player, some type of, of draft compensation there as well. But the 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 real point of this is instead of being locked into Levine long term, we have money now that we can use in this upcoming off season or just in off seasons in the future instead of paying Zach Levine a bunch of money when we're not winning anything with Zach Levine. So that's my framework deal of Russell for Levine. Only reason I didn't bring up the Minnesota Timberwolves is I don't think they would be interested in Zach Levine. One, because he has a history over there. They had a past over there. We don't know how, you know, things were left. Like there was a lot of tib stuff, though. Like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. There was it was a lot of tip stuff, but you don't know how the organization feels. True. And two, more importantly, I don't think he's a good fit for the team right now. You know, maybe he could play the one, maybe he could play the three next to Anthony Edwards, but I feel like they'll their games are very similar. It's another thing, like like I said, with DeRozan on a Miami Heat, where I don't think that would work because I feel like him and Jimmy Butler are kind of the same player or same play the same game different levels to it but they play the same game i think that it's the same thing with anthony edwards and and zach levine except that zach levine doesn't have the potential to grow into you know an all-star superstar level player like anthony edwards does and i think that playing next to zach levine 
may either give him bad traits, as we've seen in the past. I always go back to Carmelo Anthony playing with Allen Iverson in his first couple of years. It scarred him for the rest of his career. I don't want to do that to Anthony Edwards as far as playing with Zach Levine. I think it's being done to Anthony Edwards right now, playing with Gobert, who can't catch an entry pass or you know can't catch anything off the pick and roll. I'm... I'm throwing it out there because you're I'm trying, looking you're at trying, the, you're trying to make Gobert in that in that deal too. They're gonna no, get no, they're keeping Gobert. Gobert. Uh, no, they're keeping they, Gobert. Um, I'm I'm throwing it out there because like I'm looking at the league and I'm just thinking like I don't know if any of these teams are willing to part with any. Like, do the Wizards try to go in and trade Kuzma and a bunch of other extra pieces and go with like a Beal and Levine? duo a beal and the rosen duo like that that team still doesn't feel good enough to make any type of impact in the east i i just don't know what the these other teams might be the the hawks do the hawks try to they've already got two guards though they don't need a, a zach levine or demar DeRozan. like they're they're trying to trade john collins they've been trying to trade him for about a decade now um so i he is somebody who has value i think but did, did they try to make that move I'm looking at these other teams and I'm like, Philly's not sacrificing Harden, Maxi, or Embiid. So they're kind of out of it. Brooklyn, they don't have any, they're not sacrificing Durant or Kyrie. And I don't think Simmons is a good enough return for that. Cleveland's not sacrificing anybody. Boston, Milwaukee. Like, I don't think the Knicks are blowing up Brunson, uh, Randall, and Barrett. Like, I just don't know if there's anything out there right now they these teams are going to be willing to give up because one you got to give up picks prospects two you got to make the money work and the the money's the biggest thing because levine and derozan are on big time contracts so that makes it difficult to 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 make the money work that's why i threw out d'angelo russell of like look is this a great trade for the bulls no but you're sacrificing paying levine for the next five years over paying D'Angelo Russell out the rest of the season and then trying to move on with, with the next iteration of your franchise. Well, Col- Collins got it, got the extension already, didn't he? John Collins? Yeah, as far as the Atlanta Hawks. Did he get it? Maybe, but like they're still trying to trade him. Like they're still yeah, trying they, to trade him. Yeah, I know. I know they're still trying to trade him, but I feel like that would probably be the best option out of all the teams that you went through. Yeah, you have Hunter, but Hunter, I feel like he can play off the bench and a lot of time he's been starting this season and he's been probably his most consistent, but he can he's most of his career he's come off the bench for for Atlanta. So if you wanted to have DeRozan play the three for them and make that trade, I think that might be probably the only option that I can see that works for both Atlanta and Chicago. And if as far as those Chicago trades with any of those Eastern Conference teams. Uh Luis says Mo Bamba and, and Fultz for Orlando. Does Orlando want to make that move? I don't know where they want to get off. They want to get off um Mamba. I don't I don't know. I know a lot of people have said that they wanna they wanna trade Fultz, but I don't think I don't know if that's the, the best trade for them as far as getting a contract like DeRozan or or Levine. Yeah, Orlando's you, got more, you got two more years after after this season with both of those contracts. Orlando's been competitive, like yeah, they they won they won like six straight before they threw up against themselves against Atlanta last night. But they beat Boston twice, like they've they've been 
competitive. So I do they see okay, Zach Levine is going to you know put us over the top here and make us a play-in team. I don't know, because I'd still build I, a, I don't know why you would like I if if you're gonna make that trade, you're gonna fill in probably maybe a a spot that you need to have fill. And as far as like guards on the, on the Orlando magic, Orlando magic got a plethora of guards. The only reason they would want to trade faults is because they have so many guards. Yeah. But the, their guards aren't great. Like no. Ben Caro and, and Wagner are their two forwards. They're great. Like Cole Anthony, like he's fine, but eh, they, they could probably use it. They could use an upgrade. For, for the guard position, Jalen Suggs, you know, he's young. He's still, he's still got a lot of time to improve and everything. Um, yeah. Fultz, Gary Harris, Terrence Ross, they're older. I'm not mad at that Bamba and uh, Fultz for Levine trade. I don't know if Orlando, I don't know if that's the best deal for Chicago. If that's something they'd be interested in. And I don't know if Orlando is like going to be willing to commit to that because they're trying to build around Vancaro and Wagner. Like, is Levine the guy you want to bring in to that combination? Yeah. Yeah. So how well How well would he play with a Vancaro who kind of seems like he needs the ball? So I don't no, know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I like I like Franz Va- Fox Wagner. I, I got him on my fantasy team. He's he just good. fills up the stat sheet. Love yeah, him. He's good. Um. Yeah, it's not the worst idea that that yeah. trade. I'm not, I'm not super mad at it. It's just a matter of if Orlando feels, yeah, this is a deal we want to make to try to make a push for for a play-in spot this year, or if we want to try to ride it out and basically rebuild in front of the like the Hornets. The Hornets want to give up pieces in there. I mean, they'd have to give up Hayward in that contract. When's Hayward contract end? I feel like he's signed for another five years just because they handed him all that money in that long-term contract. Terry Rozier, they got a lot of money tied up to guys who aren't very good. Um, <laughs> this is true. Now, nah, Hayward, 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 Hayward may want to make a move too. Yeah, because Hayward's contract is up in 2024. So it'd be another year that would be delayed for, for the Bulls. So, I mean, I wouldn't rule out the Hornets just doing something because – you know, they made the play in and then they've been disappointing in the play in. Everybody's hurt. That that roster's kind of a mess. Maybe they just take a shot at it. But this is largely the Bulls. Um, largely the Bulls of deciding, hey, we're gonna blow this up. And I told you, I told you, never believe in Billy Donovan. I told you when he got hired. I told everybody when he got hired, this isn't gonna work out. I don't think hey, I, I had them as a coach. as a play-in team, if I remember correctly, during our prediction. So I, I, I was generous in that. But see, Louis Luis says Levine is best as a third option shooter. I'm not disagreeing with that. I think Zach Levine disagrees with exactly. that. Exactly. And that's Zach Levine does not does not believe that. Yeah, I think that's where the issue comes. Zach Levine does not think he's best as a third option shooter. And as far as the Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks feel like they are they are like the the the, the biggest candidate of anyone that's on the cusp of being a in a like a title contender status that needs that one trade to push yeah. them to the next level. You already have an MVP candidate, but he's your only guy. You need someone next to him. And if if they can get someone next to him and still keep Christian Wood, that's the like the most ideal scenario for them. 
Christian Wood's awful on defense. That's, he is. He good. is, but he's a good scorer off the bench. He is. He is. Um, yeah, well, Dallas, I feel like, really does need to make a move. I've invited our pal, Cher Delaware. We're going to uh, we're gonna look at her match DMs here in a second when yes. she comes are we, on. Are we going to talk any uh, challenge this week? Yeah. Once, I, once I need to rant. I need to okay. rant. Once Cher comes I'm... on, do you want to start your rant now before oh, she gets God. here? MTV. Right, so, so, I hope someone from MTV is watching, but 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 lay lay down the lay down the what 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 what's going on? What... All right. So last week, you know, they blew up the teams. They had the draft and everything, and then this week they they had their first episode where it was team and team and team. It was basically there was a, this was a big ad for the new Puss in Boots movie, uh, and they were basically jousting, uh, wrestling. Uh, on top of a giant beam and they push into the water. Fessy's team won because Fessy has all the uh, strength people on their team. This very much played into their strengths. So easy, easy win for, for Fessy's team. And then they got to pick who goes down. They picked Horacio. Uh, Devin pulled the... So there's only four guys. So it's like everybody's just kind of up for elimination here. Uh, they picked Horacio. He goes down again. Devin pulled the safe thing. Uh, he ended up saving Jordan because he's smart. And then Kenny ended up being the lone man out. And it became a, a rec room situation in the in the elimination where you had to break through these walls using uh, you use your hands. You use hand, then there was another wall that you had to use like an axe to get through. And then another wall where you had to use like bolt cutters. And you break through the walls and everything. Horacio won. Kenny goes home. And then the big twist at the end is it's ride or dies. So Horacio or Kenny is not actually sent home yet. He is still in the game. As long as his ride or die, Casey is still in the game before you get on your rant. SB three. I saw a twist coming. I saw something like this coming because it just made sense that you would still be connected to your ride or die, right? Here is what they should have done and how they should have played it. And it shouldn't have been a twist. It should have been known from the start because I think then this politicking would have been much, much greater. Whoever goes into the elimination, if you lose, your ride or die gets sent home. Bloodlines. That yes. was season season 27. That's what I thought it was going to be. And then we wouldn't even have heard Kenny be an option for Team yeah. Bessie because they would have known Casey is connected. Yeah. That's and then, but if you are if you are team uh, Olivia, are right? That's who Fessy. Who's Fessy's partner? Not Olivia. Uh, uh, Mariah. 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 Sorry. Uh, if you're team Mariah, you're like, yeah, let's throw Kenny in there because if he gets eliminated, then Casey goes home. That's what it should have been because that is how you can pit these two sides against each other and really have some politics and, and decision making on the hands instead it was very uh sure kenny's still around because who needs kenny this guy hasn't been visible all season you've got what the couch team is that what you call it? team furniture team, yeah, furniture. team furniture they just the furniture <laughs> man you knew you knew kenny was going into the elimination because he had three confessionals before we even got to an interrogation that is his record high, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> being on this show. He is one of the worst casting members that they have ever had on the Challenge MTV. I'm letting you know this was the worst decision ever. 
And then I watched an hour of this damn show to find out no one's eliminated. Nothing happened. Basically, this whole episode was a wash. That team, one half of team furniture, the furniture in team furniture, he gets to get a bye, basically, to the final. Because we know Casey's not going into an elimination. Like, are we are we are we gonna try to play around with this or put a little mystery that and act like Casey is gonna go into elimination? We all know Casey is not. So that means Kenny, Team Furniture, gets a bye to the finals, basically. That is insane. That is unfathomable. They, they, this and then and then in reverse when we go to the female eliminations, Anissa can get eliminated next week. And we know she's just gonna get a bye to the next to the last round because one, even if Jordan goes in, he's gonna beat everybody. Like, oh my god! And just overall, this whole season just got messed up last week. Like, I know I said it last week, but I emphasize it this week with the way they are doing this elimination. We are just wasting time. We are literally going to go, Jeremy. Five to six episodes without a single person actually going home. Are we, what are we watching? What are we watching then? The whole point of the challenge, you said it yourself, your favorite part of the challenge is the eliminations. Eliminations don't matter for for like weeks now. Like, oh my God, they they totally broke the challenge. They did it on a season after, (laughs) after, Three consecutive seasons of below average challenges. Total Madness, in retrospect, was actually pretty good in living in the moment and experiencing it. It everyone agreed it was not the it was not a very good season. Then Double Agents going back, it's not even good going back to it. It's just like long drawn out season for no reason. And then Spies, Lies, and Allies is one of the worst seasons in challenge history. And then finally you get to this season and there was a lot of good things where you had Bananas coming back. You had Jordan coming back. Overall, I'm just looking at this season and then thinking about past seasons. In every season, they have kind of set up like a baby face and heel, a rivalry of of some kind. Like I go back to what we said before, bloodlines. Bloodlines, Bananas was the top heel and you had the underdog baby face of Kara trying to overcome him. You go... You go to, uh, you know, double agents. You had Devin, in my opinion, he was the babyface against Team Team Big Brother. You had that just two seasons ago. Now we come after Spies, Lies, and Allies, one of the worst seasons ever, where we had this little vacation alliance of all the veterans, and they just took care of all the rookies, and no one was really that likable other than CT because they really didn't focus on CT until he just won the damn thing because no one thought about eliminating him. Then we turn to this season, and all the people you may have liked, they they are not good people. Like, the best baby face they have on this show is Jordan, and he is literally gaslighting his fiance. 
you you got you got Johnny Bananas. He's one of the ghosts of the whole challenge. This man hasn't even tried this season in a dailies. Like he hasn't been in no elimination. This man doesn't even try. Who is who are the people supposed to cheer for on this season? They have totally broke this whole season, and now I don't even have anyone to cheer for. I am I'm just booing and shaking my head at everyone. You had Jay and Michelle. They're like, oh, we're gonna go after the big dogs. You like that type of that type of drama, that type of creation. They do the dumbest moves ever when they get power, and now they're gone. You got Nelson, always a popular face. He's the dumb goof we always cheer for. What does he do? What does he do when he finally gets power after 54 dailies laws? He finally wins one and gets power. He does the dumbest moves ever. Back to back weeks in power, and then when he's not in power, he chooses the guy that stabbed him in the back over the girl that's been giving him some buns for the last couple of weeks. Who who are the baby faces? Who are the baby faces? MTV. It's not always about baby faces and heels, SP3. Sometimes people are just making decisions in life and you decide who you want to root for. World of shades of gray. <laughs> this man said he chose the man who stabbed him in the back over the girl who was giving him some buns. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm completely with you. Uh, the moment they broke up Nani and Bananas, I'm like, what are we this was the story to follow. And it's like, now it seems like they're going to be fine because they're just going to be in the final anyway. But why even do this? You're right. Eliminations don't matter now because they're going to take out the weak person on one team, but that's a strong person on another team who's not being taken out. So no team is actually going to get eliminated here. It's very stupid. Share I, I can already tell who the, la the final like four or five teams are going to be. I can already tell. If I can do but that already, that's not good. It's not a good thing for the season. All these teams are just going to end up making the finals because nobody's just going to get eliminated no, on, I think, on these I th teams. I think either either Horatio, Horatio and Olivia, Olivia, Nelson and Arise, and Fasel and Mariah. Those are the teams that I could see getting eliminated. Don't sleep on Devin and Tori get el getting eliminated. I sleep on it. I don't see it because Jordan's not going to vote for Tory. This, despite all their drama between each other, he's not going to vote for Tory on the other team, and neither is Devin. So maybe could be right. I I don't trust them in an elimination. That's the biggest thing. I just don't trust those two in an elimination. Oh, if they're if they're back together and they're in elimination, yeah, they have a chance to go home. But I'm talking about in this whole. But they're they're running out of options of who you're gonna vote for. There's only three guys left on that team. If they lose the next challenge, they're gonna vote for a ratio every time. Yeah, but if Devin doesn't pull the safe dagger, then he's in. I, I don't mean if it's Horatio's a puzzle, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take Devin in a puzzle over Horatio. Yeah. Horatio's been good in eliminations. I mean, yeah. he's had a lot of help. Or he's about to challenge. He's one win away from setting the record for a male uh, competitor in eliminations. He would tie Wes in uh, Fresh Meat One for five elimination wins in one season. Cher Delaware is here. She's in the salon. Says, hello, I'm in the salon. That's her name now. How are you, Cher? You just looks like a thumbs up. There you go. All right. I think we're just going to have to take visual cues from Cher. I don't know if she's actually going to speak as she's getting her hair did. Um, I, I mean, I 
I just had myself muted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I can tell when you mute and unmute and everything. Well, do you want to say anything about the challenge or do you want to move on to reading about your dating life? All right, challenge bad. There we go. All right, SV3, you're going to have to get, give some visual cues. You're going to have to tell me what her visual cues are. This is okay. like a challenge uh, uh, in and of ourselves. We have a three nice. team here. We got to work. We got to do good communication because I'm going to be in a different tab looking at shares dating dms and awesome. reading these out so to quickly recap if you missed last week we signed up share for a dating website match.com uh we used her real name of share delaware we did not use her real location maybe we did uh we clicked on some guys that we thought share delaware would like and then she's a quarter we... black <laughs> she's a quarter black um <laughs> What else did we we have? What what were what was Cher into? She was into like some. Um, she was looking to uh, improve on her embodics. Yeah, <laughs> improve on her embodics. That's very true. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll tweet this out. Let's see see how many people are interested in hearing about Cher's yes. DM. I have Wait. gotten so many emails oh, that I have dms and matches and i am terrified to see what they say uh i very much look forward to this yes uh, let me i assume i have this saved match.com i'm not gonna put it on screen we're not gonna we're not gonna out these guys we kind of already did that a little bit when we were uh you know doing the likes and everything uh you have two matches share I don't know what the, I don't know how this works. Okay. Two matches means that two of the people that you guys clicked yes on clicked yes on me, but we only clicked yes on like five people. Okay. There we all go. right. Uh, all right. So James, if we, if we remember, remember James, he is, he's, uh, um, I, does anybody remember James? I've clicked his profile. Do you think that any of us remember <laughs> what these people look like? He's a math teacher. He likes a night at home. Uh, he's gotten better at cooking. On Saturday afternoon, you will find him running on the San Clemente Beach Trail. He mm. seems like a nice guy. I'm, imagine a, a day, and you know the sun is rising, and y'all are walking up to <laughs> Santa Vigo. <laughs> he messaged. He messaged, and he said, "Hey, what's up?" How long have you worked in, in MFT? Okay, we're not messaging back, so go to the next one. Wow! <laughs> MFT? You can't, you, marriage and family therapy, because you guys oh. thought I was a marriage and family therapist. Um, no, you can't, me you can't actually catfish these people. You can't message them back. That's fair. All right. We can say hi. Look at look at look at look at Cher being a Eve to, to you as, as you were about to about to Oh I can't respond. I can't pick the next message because we have to pay. I'm not paying. <laughs> I can't see what Joe had to say. I thought you picked a free website. I'm not yeah, I thought paying. It was, I thought it was a free website. I thought like match you could do look, I've been on match. I, I met I met the, yeah. the first wife on, on Match that did not go well, so clearly the website sucks. Uh, but I've been on Match. I thought I knew how it worked. Clearly, it has changed over the past six years, and now you have to pay 
for for this stuff. How much is it wanting you to pay? Maybe I can get Jimmy to write it off. Way too much. Well, no, $23 per month? Absolutely not. $23 a month? That's insane. Yeah, that's I've never met a that's man a, that's worth ridiculous. $23 a month. <laughs> <laughs> that's only for the standard. Wait, okay, wait, okay, wait, that's the premium plan. What's the standard? The standard is more! How's the standard wait, more? How's the standard more than the premium? What? But they do are, you sh- are you sure you know how to read? No, probably not. I'm in preschool. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. Six months on the standard plan. Okay. I was looking at six months compared to 12. Okay. Sorry. 12 okay. months. 12 months on the premium plan is $23 a month. 12 months on the standard plan is $21 a month. Still. Okay. But they stupid. want you to pay for all 12 months at once. It's That's what they say month. about it. Yeah. You can do three months. If you do three months, it is $34 a month. It's outrageous. You I told you you should have done FarmersOnly.com. Well, let's do Farmers Only then. Well, why don't you, <laughs> why don't you look up what the actual free dating website Yeah, are. put free dating websites. Best free dating websites. Well, Match.com, for the second time in my life, has failed me. Oh, Jesus. Match, you're not getting you're not getting the rave reviews from us from here us here at FMC. No, can we leave a review? Uh, leave a review on Match, like you are awful. Can we go on like Yelp or something? Can we go on like Yelp? Yelp and talk about Match.com on Yelp. I don't think. Oh, I thought you meant like go to Yelp for a dating website. I was like, I don't think that's no, what Yelp no, is for. No. Or go to go to Reddit and make a make a thread. Zusk. <laughs> what is what is Zusk? I've Zusk. never heard of that, but I don't Zusk. know anything about dating websites. Based on San Francisco Gate.com, Zusk is the best online dating site overall. I've never heard of it, so is that true? I don't know. Zeus has been offering it like Cindy its <laughs> It's the most popular one. What sets Zeus apart for the online dating is the sheer number of options. Oh, okay. Hmm. There we go. Options is always good. Yeah, I'm saying like, do we need to pay to like message people? Oh, you'll have to upgrade to send to a subscription to send. I don't want to send like messages though we just want to uh we want to read messages yeah we just want to like read messages at this point you may just be better off with like tinder i don't know how we can't use tinder's not a website oh is it oh, it's yeah, an app i think yeah go to, or go to bumble yeah bumble. but then i have to message them first that is yeah yeah Affordable. So we're not signing up for any of this. Sheer number of options feel overwhelming. Oh, that's not a con. Ask the chat if anyone wants to pay for it. <laughs> How much does Zeus cost? Where can I see? I don't want. Uh... I think we got a bot in the chat. Uh, oh. Yeah, I just clicked on the chat. That's not great. Get of that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we did broad to show our 
let's see what we can do. Uh, pay for Zeusk. Right. <laughs> what a stupid name, by the way. Zeusk. Zeusk. It's like Zeus, but with a K. I'm. Uh, I figure it's Z O O S K. Yeah. That's All right. What so. I yeah, it's Z O O S K. Isn't that so used, didn't that used to be like a game on Facebook and stuff? I don't know. No, I did. Zeusk is only ten dollars per month if you sign up for twelve months, which is insane. That's we don't still one hundred and twenty dollars. Like yeah. for real, I'm done. Like what? Does it? Do they not have free dating websites now? One month is thirty dollars. No, it's way too much. Why? What about eHarmony? Fall off fail. E-harmony. Payment. I feel like e-harmony cost. Thank you. All right, e Please comment costs. in the live chat. Free dating websites for us to sign share up for. And that could we can read messages for free. <gasps> Premium. Uh the wife is saying plenty of fish. I remember, I thought that was Oh funny. yeah. I thought that was done. <laughs> I don't know if that still. What do you get if you sign up for eHarmony? Okay, uh, benefits for free, unlimited matches, use of all the communication tools, limited messaging for free. So unlimited messaging for if you pay. All right, what about plenty of fish? Why is dating so difficult in 2020? I know. What is going um, on? I'm trying to think of what other ways there are. Um, uh, let's see. Share. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm sending you a DM right fast. If you can, you might have to. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we're we're Chris. We're we're looking for one that uh, that we can do on the computer, not on yeah. the phone. I think Bumble is another one that we we have to do on the phone. Also, Share would have to message people uh, the guys first. We could we could use some really good pickup lines though. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Like the best pickup line wins. And that's what we say to the guys that we or just with. send them like random things. Like, would you rather oh. be a giraffe or a walrus? And then yeah. see that see how fast they unmatch. Plenty of fish are you, is. Are you comfortable wearing a bear costume? Twenty dollars. Plenty of fish is twenty dollars a month for one month. What? Are yeah. you kidding me? I, I think we should go with the bumble plan now. I. <laughs> With our best, with. with our best pickup lines. The Bumble wife, doesn't sound the like wife the worst just mess just messaged me and said, "You're in the salon." It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, factual. It literally says that. The, on the yeah, screen. literally everybody that we can message, we can just be like Brett or Sean. Yeah, Brett or Sean. Oh, that's a good. That's a good first message. Who is the greatest wrestler of all time? And if you don't say Brian Danielson, unmatch right now. Bucks or FPR, <laughs> just random, random choices. And, like not even, yeah, just not even give last names. Just Brett or Sean. Bucks FPR. Who, who is it? Like Brett Michaels or Sean? Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez. Yeah. Sean Penn. Oh, why are you? Why are you spelling it that way? Um, <laughs> 
uh, share. This is not my doing, and I'm sorry. Hi, guys. Oh, look at who it is. See, I... see Kermy heard that um, you guys were looking for me a boyfriend, so well, they showed up. Well, no. So here's why I showed up. As someone who you've broken up with on Thanksgiving, I thought that it would only be appropriate that I give the world some insight to your dating oh, likeness. No. And if we could fill out that profile that would make you more, um, what's the right word, well-rounded and... I think that would help you attract a better mate. Share if you would like me to boot him. No, this uh, please, please give me like a thumbs up, and I will I will boot him fun. for you. This be fun. Oh no, I definitely want to take dating advice from John Alba. Yeah, <laughs> who better? I mean, my resume is outstanding. I had that's like of, that's like when people come to me for marriage advice. My, my resume is outstanding. Years of emotional trauma. Um, uh, I dated a Miss Massachusetts, so that was that was kind of cool for a hot second, you know. Is she um, the one who wanted to use your Emmy? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> whoa, whoa! What what does she want to use your Emmy for? Oh, SP3 hasn't hasn't listened. To <laughs> you gotta listen to the Wives of Wrestling okay. podcast. Okay. Mm, okay, that's yeah. a good story. Okay, share. Let's let's talk about Shay Delaware, uh, Doctor Delaware, if you will. I sent it in the chat, SP3. Yeah. <laughs> uh Dr. Delaware. So um Cher is definitely the type who um she will say that she is like craving a beverage. So and I don't mean like an alcoholic beverage, I mean like go get me. He's Dr. talking Pepper. about Dr. Pepper. Well, yeah. it could be Dr. Pepper. It could be Dr. Pepper. It could be like the pink drink from Starbucks and she'll get like the biggest, the biggest type or one of those, like those dragon fruit juices kind of things. Trianta, okay. Yes. There you go. We'll get the biggest type and be like, I can't wait to down this. And then takes three sips and doesn't touch it for the rest of the day. She's laughing because she knows it's true. Okay. This is the type of person that you are literally and proverbially getting in bed with here. <laughs> when I went to leave my hotel in Winston-Salem, I had four half-drank bottles of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> there we go. Um, let's see, what else? Dr. My mother Pepper. is calling me. Let me see if my mom <laughs> wants yeah. to give you dating what advice, this, Cher. What has this show turned into? I don't know. Hey. Hey, I know you're doing the show. I wanted to call in. And see, she gonna... literally knows we're doing the show and wanted to call in. <laughs> Mom says hi, hey. SP3. Hey, Mom. I just wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And I hope everybody has a great new year. Do do you have do you have dating advice for Cher Delaware? Don't date. <laughs> she she seems to approve that advice. That's the advice she I already use. Yeah, she, she, she gave a thumbs up for, for that advice. Oh, hey sweetie. She just waved. She's in the salon. She's in the salon? Yeah, she's in the salon. Oh, I'm getting my hair cut this afternoon. I'll have to send you pictures so you can send it to her. Okay. I... Okay. All right. I just wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mother. Merry Christmas, right. Mom. I love everybody, and y'all have a good year, and hope you get everything you want, unless you've been bad. 
<laughs> Thank you, mom. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. My mother is watching the show and just decided I'm going to call in and do a run in as, as well. Bless my um, mom. Another thing about Cher Delaware, uh, big fan of white noise. Big fan of white noise. It's a good move. Like, I, I like to have my room sound like there is a tornado coming through when it's I sleep. True. It's true. <laughs> Like we're talking like full on Amazon is being destroyed by construction workers type of level of noise. Okay? Like that's what we're talking about here. Um, let's see. What else? Hmm. And all of this is strictly based off assumption, by the way. Um, yes. Let's see. Cher uh, Delaware is the type of person that says she is absolutely starving. Absolutely starving. You go to order whatever it is, eight out of ten times Cajun chicken pasta, uh, and then about three bites are taken. And then it becomes, I am bloated. And uh, yeah, so that's that's something you need to be prepared for. She's laughing because she knows it's true. And she's trying to tell this to her hair dresser. <laughs> oh yeah, I said this has just turned into them shit-talking me. No, it's not. This is not shit talking. This is called reality of wrestling. Okay. That's a Booker T. Who who invited you? Have I heard that before? But listen, here you can turn this around on me. You can you can roast me. I don't care. But I'm too nice. I I would never do such a thing. No, yeah, you're totally. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Cher does love Mary Kate and Ashley. That is that is a fact. Who doesn't? There's a lot of people that don't, Jeremy. Haters. I like, I like the other sister better. I like Scarlet Wish. Oh, that Wanda, looks good, Vision. It does look good. Uh, Cher, yeah, what, do you, what do you think about that? He says that he's he stands Elizabeth more than MKA. Well, I doubt that SP3 grew up on Mary-Kate and Ashley, to be fair. Oh, no, I did. I definitely did. <laughs> I, I've, I've watched It Takes Two plenty of times. That's my favorite Mary-Kate and Ashley uh, film. But I, I prefer, I, I like the, the other sister better. Just me. Okay, so share. Give us give us insight here for dating. Um, what would be your ideal Mary Kate and Ashley date night? What movie are you watching with your date? Your favorite, How the West Was Fun. Uh, How the West Was Fun is brutal, brutal. <laughs> Jeremy, any insight? Any thoughts here? Uh, I mean, I have not seen How the West Was Fun forever. I'm going with New York Minute. Like, that's just a classic. New York Minute's creepy. It's creepy. <gasps> New York Minute's great. It's creepy. They're like 16, 17, and they're like naked in half of it. And it's like, there's a scene where a guy walks in on like Ashley and she's like naked. And he's like, oh, is it my lucky day? It's like really weird. I've not seen it in a while. <laughs> it, it probably hasn't aged well then. It doesn't seem like it's aged well at all. It was it was very 2004. Yeah. Uh, but right. to be fair, Simple Plan is in that one. Simple Plan is out. See, I'll just watch Full House reruns all over again. Person. That's my Mary Kate Nash. Yeah, exactly. Like, just watching Full House. Why can't we just do that? I just, I'm trying to think of things that speak to Cher Delaware's heart. And I know that is one of them. Hey, New York Minute got 11% on Rotten Tomato. 11%. I'm still here, but I'm turning my camera off. That's one of the higher ones. (laughs) (laughs) 
let's see. I mean, I'm just gonna put in Mary Kay and Ashley films oh, and boy. see see what they got rated. We'll see what yeah. the critics did. What you said, how the West was fun. Yeah. Oh God. So for those who don't know, I've talked about this, Jeremy. And this seems like something that you would be into. Um, just based off of my assumptions here. Uh, so my super niche friends and I spent the last year doing watch-alongs of every single Mary-Kate and Ashley project. Nice. It, we, are, we are deep in the lore of it. <laughs> and and uh, Cher and I have bonded over this. We've discussed starting an MKA podcast. And, uh, As I, you I should. And, and I just think that if you're trying to date Dr. Delaware, you need to be up to up to speed. I mean, I, using Mary Kate and Ashley as an in would certainly mm-hmm. be be a good little good little icebreaker. Like so. if you walked up to her and said, "What were your thoughts when the girls went on the shopping spree with the model and passport to Paris?" <laughs> <laughs> See, I do not have. Oh my gosh, she's just getting her hair. <laughs> I admittedly do not have this much Mary Kate and Ashley knowledge no. of all of their movies as I have not spent do normal do normal people not my entire summer. Well 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 Passport to Paris it. had the highest rating on IMB. That doesn't me. It, that doesn't it did it did five point two out of ten. All the other ones we had four point nine and four point eight for where, the other two I looked up. Where did um our lips are sealed? slide in their sp3 because Cher and i are both of the belief that's one of the better ones that's that's one of the goats the goats of this of this universe do we agree our lips are sealed one of the better our lips are sealed oh that was another high one it got five out of ten on im share any thoughts what our lips are sealed one of the better ones right okay there you go we're trying to fill time here while she gets her (laughs) <laughs> winning winning London was always one of my favorites. <laughs> I don't I don't think it was one of uh, think... John's favorite. Yeah. I don't think John liked that one. Uh, oh, winning London. It's now it's now the goat. It did 5.3 wow. out of 10 on IMDB. Yes. One higher than on sure? All right. Interesting. Uh, what was the last movie they were in? Was New no. York Minute. Oh, it was New York Minute? Okay. Yep. That was their last one. God damn, we're going on 20 years ago. It's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, I would say that Holiday in the Sun is brutal. It is an advertisement for Atlantis. It is a <laughs> hour and 30 minute advertisement for Atlantis with Dutch angles the entire time. Um, y'all are y'all are blowing my mind that they made this many movies after I had dude, been stopped watching. I stopped watching after It Takes Two. They were literally <laughs> pumping out two movies a year. Oh my it was God. crazy. Holiday in the Sun did four point nine out of ten on IMDb. Yes. <laughs> Megan Fox is in this damn movie. Is. What are yeah. we doing? Megan oh, Fox is in and and Austin Nichols, who was in it was in uh the the teen drama that should have been with black actors, One Tree Hill. Mm. He's also in one trio. Yeah, Megan Fox is like the ancillary girl who they're like kind of like side eyeing the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Got it. Share thoughts. The, the antagonist in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to buy some time here while she gets her hair washed. Um, 
Jeremy, how are you? Fine. Old, tired, I'm hurt. <laughs> you look I work it. with children. Yeah, I know. You literally work with children. Uh, I do. You literally work with children. Uh, um, holidays. Holidays, John okay. Alba. How are you? Uh, unemployed. So that's cool. Um, aside from that, uh, living... you got like three million shows going on. Yeah, they're all like, you know, part. You work for yourself. Yeah, we're we're trying. That's the way to do it. Chris Van Vliet and I just did something for Fight together. That was very fun. Yeah, I saw that you guys did. And the multiverse well. didn't have an incursion event with the two of us on screen together. So that was kind that of cool. cool. It was it was like it was like Johnny Storm and uh and Captain America having a podcast. Right, yeah, yeah. Like I mean I have been referred to as America's ass, but not <laughs> not Alba, are you on are you on any dating websites? Can we sign you up for a dating website? No, I'm I'm on the apps, but my app stories are are just insane. I mean, well, the Emmy story that SP3 share some. not aware of. Share some? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, SP3 and I are married men uh, with, with children. So, like, we don't yeah. really, we ain't got dating stories. Oh, share popped up. I got to be careful now. <laughs> no, I want to hear your dating stories. She's listening this whole time. Yes, exactly. No, I mean, the, the Emmy one is definitely the worst one. That is undoubtedly the worst um i don't think that's dating yeah <laughs> it was on a dating app so make it I, don't, I don't think she was looking to date um <laughs> i recently came across someone at the risk of getting political here i came across someone who it said green flags and the green flag was that you're unvaccinated and I just thought that that was a really peculiar green flag. <laughs> like, like I can see where someone's like, green flag, you're vaccinated. But for someone to find it sexually attractive that someone has not been inoculated against a virus, <laughs> something about that just seems very odd to me. I could be wrong. Who knows? What are your green flags, John Alba? What are my green flags? Yeah. Um, people who are compassionate and empathetic to others. That's a lame answer. Well, do you want my real ones or do you want my like super niche ones? Is yeah, your niche ones. Who cares about your real ones? I like kind people. And, okay. Yeah. Super niche ones. Um, let's see. Um, they are aware of what Space Ghost Coast to Coast is. <laughs> um, that would Go be talk one. show. Um, they think that Okada Omega 2 is the best of the series. That's very niche. Mm -hmm. um, um, their favorite player on the 1998 Yankees is either Shane Spencer or Homer Bush. Um, I mean, you said you want my super niche ones. Yeah. That's, so that's so if mean. it's not one of those players, you're just like, nope. <laughs> I'm just like, well, you got to convince me otherwise. Yeah. You Bernie Williams. If you come to me and you're like, John, listen, Graham Lloyd was my favorite player on the 98 Yankees. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Um, hmm, let's see. Um, you believe that Power Ridge is ACDC's best album. Uh, that's That's definitely a green flag. Uh, hmm. You know the difference between your and your? That's like a good one. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a big one. 
when I see someone type out the wrong your, that grinds my gears. What's uh, your type, John Alba? Chair Delaware. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. Look at her getting pampered. I led that. Dude, that's I, my that's type my of woman. Favorite. That's my I'm type of woman. Someone that likes getting pampered, they know. John, would uh, you go? Would you go on a reality dating show? I've been watching the the Too Hot to Handle. Do you like go on someone like signed, that? Someone when I was in Orlando signed me up for The Bachelor, and I was not into the idea. So the, ba- the Bachelor's a lame reality. Well, because I'm show. so not hot enough to be on The Bachelor. Number one and number two, like the the shallowness. I I had someone who what's that Netflix show? Where they like are in isolation. The circle is that what it is? Uh, is that one? But if like yeah. the love one is like who was on blind. I know someone who was on that. Um, SP3 and I signed up for the circle. Did yes, you? We're, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go on as a dude. That's not a that's not a dating show though. That's just oh, like a not. social media. Show. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> would I would I do a blind one? No, I would not do one like that. I, I would need to know who I'm talking to. But like love is blind. You talk to them. No, and... but like. I make a connection based okay. on words. Yeah. Words that 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 all of that is extremely extremely important. I am a hundred percent on board with that. But I do believe that physical attraction is something you need to have in a relationship too. I, and and that doesn't need to be the primary thing in a relationship. But I do believe that needs to be part of a relationship. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I, I am shallow. <laughs> I'm shallow. Can we yeah. sign you up for Love Is Blind? No. Why? I just explained it. <laughs> yeah, but we should still be able to sign you up. Like, I don't think they're going to pick you, but... You know. See, I'm more of an average Joe kind of guy. Can we sign you up for Love Island? Oh, Love Island would be good. Guys, I'm like rocking dad bod. Do you see these people that are on these shows? Hey! That's they... why Love is Blind would be good. Love is Blind yeah. is... I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. A higher you standard. Wear... <laughs> <laughs> well, you you can wear your suits. You can wear your right your, your suits, or or you can, you can wear what you're wearing right there. If love is blind, people think I'm an usher at an AEW event. That's <laughs> what happens when I wear my suits. Um, no, I, you know, it's just I don't know. Dating is hard. One thing about dating that has really changed a lot since the pandemic is how people interact. I, I feel like a lot of people have dating apps now like their social media outlets like hey i'm on hinge but it's basically my twitter because a lot of people don't actually have any desire to meet up it's it's pretty insane is that why you're on hinge is that gonna once once twitter dies once elon kills that's right, it, that's right. gonna be no gonna i mean on hinge. i mean i've i've been on hinge i've been on bumble i've been on tinder i met the girl i thought i was gonna marry on tinder and I have friends who who have met their significant others that they're married to or engaged to on Tinder, which is really interesting because I feel like Tinder is looked at as yeah, Tinder has the bad rep. Yeah, right. I mean the the wife and I met on Twitter somehow. That's so, true. Like you can how find is, love. How in... is I'll play. She's good. She's uh, I don't know where she is right now. Yeah. Hey, my missus met on Facebook. So there you there go. You go. Yeah. That is very 2009 of USP3. I know. You can find you can find love anywhere. That's true. Alba. What do you put? I I was on I was on Hinge for a little bit. Mm-hmm. What do you put for some of those stupid prompts that they give you? Give me um, give me one of your two truths. My two truths and a lie is a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My two truths and a lie. 
are that I've seen every Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Uh, that, is, that is one of them. Um, um, uh, Guy Fieri has complimented my cooking and that I was nearly run over by Bruce Springsteen. Well, I know one. We know the Mary Kate and Ashley one. Is I've true. admitted that that is true. Okay. Yeah. Which one is the lie? I feel like the Springsteen thing is a lie. You think that's a lie? That's P three. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would lean to. Jared, do we do we know which one's a lie? I wasn't listening. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> My two truths and a lie on a dating app are: I, I've seen every Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Uh, Bruce Springsteen nearly ran me over with his car. And that Guy Fieri has complimented my cooking. Do we know which one is the lie then? Oh, Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri, Fieri then. You're saying the Guy Fieri? Mm-hmm. Jeremy, you're saying the Springsteen? I'll yeah, go I think it's Springsteen. i go with uh, Guy The Guy Fieri one is the lie. Okay. Uh, Springsteen I... really killed me with his car. This is a true story. See, I figured you would be more braggadocious about oh, this. Oh, I should have stepped in front of that car. Yeah. I should have let him hit me. Right. Like, I, I figured you would... Yeah, I don't see you tweet about. I see you tweet about Springsteen all the time, but that's true. I figured at the end of every Springsteen tweet would be, he almost hit me with his car. Like, so the fact that that wasn't at the end of all of them made me believe it was a lie. We don't talk about Bruno all the time, okay? I just Ah, want to make that very clear. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, listen, I I would do dirty things for Guy Fieri to compliment my cooking, but (laughs) but uh, with an Emmy, with an Emmy, perhaps. Um, Cher, what would your two truths and a lie be? Uh... My son is a 45-year-old man trapped in a four-year-old body. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, let me think. So that, putting her on the spot like that is to come up with... Uh, That's fine. Well, you like just got to come up with one lie and two things that are accurate about you. Yeah, but they got to be like somewhat interesting. I mean, That is true. That's fair. I'm, I'm, what, would, what would be your two truths in a lie, Jeremy? Oh, God. Again, I'm not interesting at all. So, no. I just tell a bunch of lies. <laughs> I mean, she I, got kidnapped. That's a shame. Well, two truths in a lie. She says I was kidnapped. Uh, we're waiting the responses here as she gets her hair combed out. Um,. <clears throat> I've had 18 different hair colors, she says. Mm. 18. That feels, 18 feels steep, but also I can believe it. It also would yeah. be death for your hair, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? To say? I'm naturally graying, baby. So, <laughs> Same. Who's to say? Um, well, she only gave us two truths. Or I guess one lie? Well, I don't know. One might be a lie. Yeah. And- Oh, I thought John Alba was shallow was the first one. <laughs> He's shallow. I mean, that's, that's subjective. She says, I've paid over $30,000 in attorney fees. Okay. That feels true as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... I think 18, 18 is the lie. 18 different that seems steep. I think it's. Like... I hope kidnapped is the lie. <laughs> no, kid- kidnapped is, is the truth. So right. the, the 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 attorney fees is the lie. Oh, the number two. 18. See, I was yeah. right. Yeah, I 18, was right. 18, 18 is a lot. Why'd she put the thumbs down? I thought I was right. 
15. Yeah, 18 seemed a little high. See, it's the semantics. It's the (laughs) number that we're looking out for. Exactly. Exactly. It's not the act. I was like, I was like, that's too specific. So it's like, I mean, no, Mm. it's not 18. Well, I mean, listen here. As someone that you've broken up with over Thanksgiving, um, I do think that Dr. Delaware over here. Uh, has a lot of endearing characteristics, to, regardless of what she may think or what weirdos on Twitter or Reddit think. I promise you that that is the case because Dr. Delaware. All right, John Alba, quit flirting this year. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're going to do. I have no idea what, what you're doing today, but have fun with your Mary Kate and Ashley. Watch along some more of that. Uh, bye. You can leave. I was just about to put you all over. I don't want to be put over. I'm good. <laughs> you left. <laughs> I was about to put you all over. I need to be put over. <laughs> Great stuff. All right. Listen, let's get this, out of here. We're, we're going to sign up share for a different dating website next next week. We'll figure we that out. We can actually read the DMs. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not just stuck on reading one DM per time we try to get log on to this thing. Sherry, do you want to plug anything? Fair. SP3, do you want to plug anything? Uh, Twitter, there. True Hill, SP3. Follow me. Do that. All my things are there. Yeah. Go Lakers! Right. Nah, that's debatable. Guys. Hey. Gotta gotta cheer for them, despite all the hardships. Nah. And MTV, get this damn challenge season together. I need someone to root for. I need a, someone to go home. Oh, I hate this. They ruined it. They broke it. They broke my poor challenge. Guys, everyone. Keep it locked to Fife Over, but go watch Tag Talk from yesterday. The girls are back. You can see the background is back because they were back. Go watch Tag Talk with Haley and Kylie. Uh, we got new videos all week and stuff and things. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is the, the last FMC before Christmas. Uh, Christmas know, my Jamie. mom was very much in the Christmas spirit. Uh, <laughs> how much we were. We should have worn like Santa hats and all this stuff. Whatever. I'm know, sure there will like, be. A... I, I've been wearing Christmas jumpers on a lot of stuff I do. I only own like three or four of them. So I've been having to like them out like like christmas is in five days but i don't feel like it's like christmas is that close maybe it's just me i I, i'm more just ready to see how my kids react i don't even care yeah so yeah once you get older and you you have i'm ready to see some nba games that's what i'm here share his share has left she's getting her her hair finished done oh all right did i get her hair did yes Everyone follow us on Twitter at Haleyann underscore and at Fuller underscore Kylie. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, everybody. Thanks to Cher. Thanks to John Alva. Bye, everyone. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. Merry Christmas from us. Merry here.